Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Healing in Hindsight. I wanted to do an interview with my partner. Uh, His name is Elijah Williams, and we've been together for a little over three years. And something that I felt was important to share with you guys is the perspective of what it's like of dating somebody who's a diabetic. You know, again, I'm a young adult and I socialize and I'm out there and, you know, dating and living with someone can be difficult when you have a disease like this, where a lot of your day to day can be affected, your eating can be affected, especially when you're living together. Um, So I just wanted to take the time to pull the curtain back a little bit, um, let you guys uh, have a peek into my world with my partner. and you'll hear a little bit about us and how we met, things like that. Um, but he really is an amazing guy. Um, I am going to embarrass him a little bit, but he, uh, he works really, really hard. Um, and sometimes I wonder how in the hell he puts up with me because I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm good y'all, but I'm a hot mess sometimes. So it's something that uh, I absolutely appreciate him taking time out of his day to sit down and talk about, um, not only our relationship, but just his perspective on what it's been like for him. Uh, Cause I have not made it easy. I will be honest in that. And my hopes is that for those listening out there, whether you are single or in a relationship, um, partnership, whatever you want to call it, and you're concerned about your you know, state of health. Um, and if you are possibly a diabetic, hopefully this can help shed some light on what that experience may be like, could be like, um, or, you know, show some areas where you can adjust. Um, it's an ever growing journey. Uh, every day is a new day, so we are not perfect by any means, but I think we have definitely had some good points in here of discussion of learning how to navigate around something when you're trying to be supportive of your partner um, and whatever that they're going through. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So, hi. Hi, young buddy. How are you? Why don't you introduce yourself to everyone and uh, give us a little We'll snippet of your background, if you will. Elijah Williams, um, born in Atlanta, uh, moved to Austin, Texas, uh, around three years ago. Um, currently on the COVID mission uh, with the United States Army, uh, in which we are roaming around Texas doing testing for the entire state. So that's pretty much my life right now. Um, outside of this, there's a myriad of other things that, uh, that, that I do, but, uh, for right now, that's, that's what's relevant. That's what's, uh, that's my life right now. So how's 2020 going for you so far? So 2020, I guess, is bittersweet um, in that I'm not home. I'm kind of traveling all over Texas, uh, and we've had a lot of a lot of stuff happening uh, during 2020. Um, some of it's been pretty comical. Some of it has been very Melrose, but um, all in all. 2020 hasn't been too bad, at least for me. Um, 
definitely looking forward to to the rest of 2020 and uh, getting out of this shit show of a year <laughs> and seeing what 2021 has to offer. Oh, so you don't you don't even want to like finish out the year? You just want to skip to to 2021? No, I'm gonna finish out the year. Like <laughs> you know, it's plenty of year left to do things and get things done before 2021. But um, you know, like I said, it's it's been a, a cluster fluck of a of a year. So cluster fluck, that's a new one. I didn't I didn't know the the L. Yeah, I'm just trying <laughs> to be a little little appropriate. Oh, yeah, you don't have to worry about that. That's cool. Just be yourself. Um, okay, okay. So, so cluster fluck. We're just going to hashtag that because that, that makes me laugh. <laughs> of a 2020 year. Um, so, I'm curious to know. Um, okay, so fun fact. Uh, Elijah and I have been dating for three or three and a half years now. Or a little over three years now. I always say three years right now um it could be three and a half i just don't count the months oh uh, yeah a uh, little funny story he actually was in houston um and i drove out to houston to see him and i was supposed to see my best friend too but it, it, a lot of stuff went down to where i couldn't see her um but we're literally sitting on the bed watching tv and he's in his phone doing something random and then he looks at me he's like oh shit happy anniversary like a month and a half later <laughs> i was just like it's fine so um let let's just say three and a half because i seem to be the better person who can keep up with yeah that. absolutely <laughs> i i defer to your judgment on that one absolutely cool um so anyways a little background on us um we met when we were still teenagers you had just you had just graduated high school or Yeah. I was going no, I was going no. into my junior year of high school. So I was I was like 16 coming out of my sophomore year. It was the summer of my sophomore year going into my junior year. Okay, we can say yes. I was going to college that summer or after that summer maybe. We're old. It's, sure. It's now. Let's go with that. <laughs> That was a um, long time ago. Jeez. It was. It was. You're talking about a person who told me I wasn't allowed to be on Facebook because I wasn't in college yet. It's pretty funny. Um, anyways, so I, I've known him for a very long time, uh, on and off over the years. And I'd like to say he moved to Texas for me, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> but 2017, he moved to Texas and we finally became official because he didn't want to date me when he was living in Florida. Another tangent for another day. <laughs> uh, anyways, fast forward, here we are, uh, which kind of leads me into my first question for you. Um, prior to moving here, had you been, have you dated anybody or been romantically involved with anybody that's had a chronic illness of some sort or, or am I your, am I your first? Uh, I have not uh, up until this this point with you uh, dated within dated anyone um, that had a chronic illness or any kind of disease. I don't know if I should be excited about that or not, because I do like being first. Yes, you do like being but the first. It's <laughs> kind of a shitty first. <laughs> I mean, you know, but you have your own podcast about it. So, you know, that's a good first uh, I've never dated somebody with a podcast either. So <laughs> cheers to you. Okay. 
All right, so it's a double win for me. I'll take that. Um, so I'm I'm curious. Um, before you moved here, I had shared my. Did I share with you that I was a diabetic before you moved here? Um, maybe. Uh, I feel like it was on my radar, or maybe it was during the time like the year prior to me moving down here that you shared it. I I don't know. It was on my radar. I, I do know that. I just don't know when you shared it. Okay. So did you have any concerns when you were, let's just say fully aware of my status? Cause I feel, I feel like it was on your radar. It was kind of like a back of mind thing, but when it was actually in the forefront of your mind that I am dating someone who is a diabetic and the things that she eats, drinks, whatever has an effect on her. Did you have any concerns, worries, cared? Because, <laughs> you know, I, I could also understand if it's not your body, it, it's not a whole lot to um, police is not the right word. But pay attention to maybe maybe that's the better phrasing. Um, I did not have any concerns only because I I. I couldn't imagine what that would be like, um, regardless, um, up until that point, like I said, I hadn't dated anyone that had a chronic illness, uh, let alone, um, who was a diabetic. Uh, so it was more so I didn't have a backdrop to kind of set any expectation around or, or have any concerns. But, um, I think you possibly hit it on the head as far as saying I didn't necessarily feel that I had to police anything. You were going to take care of yourself and, uh, I was going to be there for support. Um, now all of that kind of looks differently now, but I imagine we'll get further into that um more we talk so do you have like a, a history of whether it's friends or family that are diabetics or or am i kind of your first encounter um, in general i wouldn't say first encounter like i've known people that had chronic illness but I, i've never had to deal with them intimately on an intimate basis um so yeah my family clean bill of health pretty much um never had anything come up that was too concerning in my life either. So, um, okay. So yeah. was there a moment, um, from when you got here till now where you either started to pay closer attention or started to have concerns? I, I would, I would say, um, I would say yes and no to that question only because when I first moved down here and we started living together, um, you know, we had the agreement that, you know, you would cook, I would clean, uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, and a part of that was in efforts to make sure that we were eating things that, um, that were quote unquote kosher for you. I mean, at the time I was practicing my, my vegetarian life. 
Um, so that added another layer of complexity, I think, to our, our diets. But um, I think you having the role of, of being the cook uh, kind of helped things along uh, to a certain degree uh, in the beginning. Um, now, as time went on, uh, I, I know there were instances of like both of our diets slacking off and we would kind of get, you know, lax in certain things and what we were eating, things like that, uh, especially after uh, I, I stopped practicing being a vegetarian partially because I got down to 125 in weight, which was a no-go for me, but uh, neither here or there. Um, I start realizing some of the concerns at that point uh, because I would go out and get some something to eat and bring it back, and you'd be like, I can't eat this. Um, which I could tell you were getting frustrated with that. Uh, but at the same time, you would go out and get a burger. So I would just be like really confused. But um, uh, I think more so beyond that, I think that one of the concerns, one of the biggest concerns for me was that um, understanding how our diets affected our moods. Um, and I think that happened a lot and we didn't realize it. Um, yeah. So maintaining diet and diet affecting mood, more so diet affecting mood, uh, than anything. Okay. So you actually already kind of like led into, um, a, a little bit of an aspect of living together versus not. Um, I think that's something that a lot of people don't really know how to prepare for, at least if, if you haven't um, been together for a while. So a little, a little history. Uh, we lived together for a little over a year. Um, two years. Two years. Uh, two, two months of change, change, whatever. Um, and then decided to live separately just so we could both focus on ourselves um, to be completely transparent with you guys. It was his idea. I wasn't exactly keen on it, um, but I, I kind of understood uh, where that came from. But that's a whole nother another thing to talk about. So I'm just curious now that we are living separately in our own spaces, um, what your viewpoints are about me and my health um, completely separate from even doing the show and stuff like that. Cause I know when we were living together, I had shared my vision for healing in hindsight in general and attempted to uh, kind of, you kind of caught me during my like start and stop period, um, very heavily. Um, and then I stopped <laughs> for a while because I just didn't feel confident in anything that I was doing, but I'm just curious now that we are separate, um, what your thoughts are, like, has your mind shifted at all? Um, with my, my current condition, if you will. Um, I would say that my thought process hasn't changed since we lived together necessarily. Like I, I still 
try to be mindful and uh, concerned about your health, understanding that it is your health to to that that ultimately you have to be responsible for. But um, I mean, so much in in the way of uh, being supportive. Um, I think that has to look differently now. Um, whereas, you know, when we were living together, it was, it was a little bit more easy, easy for me to, uh, show support, whether I did it or not, uh, at certain points, there were a couple fumbles, but, um, I think it's more imperative now, um, that we don't live together, that I am supportive in your wrestling with your health, um, which is a far cry from what my mentality was before I even moved to Texas, which was, well, that's, that's on you. Like I'm going to be here for moral support, but it's kind of like super hands off. Um, you, you, you go do what you got to do over there type deal. Um, So whether that's, you know, supporting healing in hindsight or um, listening to you vent and rant about it's sucking <laughs> to not be able to, to eat certain things or um, feeling, you know, that that. dejected feeling uh, with about your body um being supportive on all three of those fronts and more uh, i think is imperative at this point I, I started rambling i was like you're rambling <laughs> no just you're not rambling. that's the point the point is to just let the thoughts flow and just talk it out and share. Otherwise, I wouldn't have you on here. Um, so I, I'm actually curious to know about um, what your views have been about my past relationships and, and me being a diabetic. Because um, Prior to to Elijah moving here, I was in like a, an on and off five year relationship with someone. Um, and in the midst of that relationship was when I was diagnosed. Um, like in the first like two episodes, I talk about, you know, the fainting spells that I had and, and my ex having to like pull me out of the shower um, because I had fainted. <laughs> and in the few other times I came after that. Um, and I know I shared those things with you. Um, early on when you when you moved here, was there ever a moment where you felt like you had to be on guard to kind of watch for those things? Also, he's a he's a medic. So part of me feels like, did you ever feel like you needed to go into medic mode <laughs> with me? No, um, no, I didn't. And I, I remember one inst instance of um you being upset with me because I wasn't showing it as much concern as, as you would have liked me to. Um, 
but I, I didn't feel that I needed to have that wary eye. Uh, one, because when you had shared with me uh, about your diagnosis and, and the things that transpired in your last relationship uh, on the tail end of that diagnosis, um, that was new to you that you were still trying to figure it out. And when I got here, it seemed like you had a pretty good handle on what being a diabetic for you meant and was like and what you needed to do. Um, did I feel the need to step in and just check in and say, Hey, yeah, should you be eating that? Have you like taken your, your glucose? Um, sure. I've done that, but it's never been a, um, it's never been a a super I need to step in right now type of situation ever occurred in my mind it, that has never occurred. So what's been the the emotional effects of it? Because I know you touched on like me being moody about, you know, when you would go out and like get food for us or whatever. Um, it was always in the midst of me trying some kind of new way of eating, too. I feel like like. Um, at least back when we were living together, I, I danced around all different types of eating styles. And I know like I was meal prepping and all kinds of stuff. And then when I tried to, um, resurface the blog again, that's when I tried to be really serious about my eating. And I kind of feel shitty about it now, <laughs> like pitching at you for going and, and, uh, and getting us food. And I'm sure there's someone out there like, oh, my God, there's a guy getting you food. Like, why would you complain? <laughs> but, but I I, I kind of just wonder what the emotional effects were of me kind of lashing out for not thinking through. I'm, I'm thinking of, an, of actually a particular time where you ordered food that got delivered and I think it was from Soup Peddler. You fucking love Soup Peddler. <laughs> Soup Peddler is the shit, man. I it's all right. I mean, no no hate to Soup Peddler, but it's just not my favorite thing. But I think I think part of it is like you were always ordering that. Um, but you got us like sandwiches. But to be to be fair to myself, I don't like eating. Eating chewing is a chore. So <laughs> soup in a sandwich, like that sounds amazing. <laughs> like I want soup in a sandwich right now. Didn't you just order for what did you order? Oh, I'm in the mood to eat, so I got barbecue. <laughs> yeah, you definitely had food delivered here before we started this. Yeah. That's fine. I told him to eat beforehand because I had a feeling. Cause you know once you once your window passes, you get weird. But anyways, anyways. Um in that particular moment, I remember going to the kitchen and like trying to hide how emotional I got because I didn't want to seem unappreciative of the fact that without me asking, let me be clear, like I didn't ask, I didn't say anything. Like I just thought he was scrolling on Facebook or something. We were just chilling in the bed watching TV and he had ordered food. So before you guys try to like lay me out on the social media cross, um, <laughs> Don't do that. I wasn't being an asshole. I, I had no clue it was even coming. So um, once I kind of saw what it was, I 
took it to the kitchen so he didn't see me like get upset like I, I started crying because it was more out of frustration of god I really want to eat this sandwich but right now bread is just my worst enemy I, I tend to have sometimes uh a very bloated reaction to to bread and stuff like that, especially cheap bread. Um, every now and then I'll have it, but for the most part, I try to avoid those kind of heavy heavier carbs, uh, processed carbs, because my body just doesn't take to it well. Um, but I'm just curious as like what your emotional state was, because I feel like, to be fair, I, I feel like you had a right to be frustrated with me. Um, but I, I'm just kind of wondering what was going through your head in that moment or in moments where I'm like freaking out because um, something that you've gotten, I, I was struggling to be okay with eating or vocalizing about it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was, I was definitely completely frustrated. Um, but I, I, I had to check myself because one, I, I understood what the need was um and i wanted to be supportive but at the same time uh, my frustration uh came into play because you know i i would i would see you eat you know certain things when you wanted them so um I just kind of had to take it with a grain of salt and, and just kind of move forward. And, um, you know, you would tell me that it, it wasn't good for you right now. And, uh, I had to ultimately understand that's, I, I guess that's where, that's where I kind of left it in my mind. It's not what she needs right now. Um, and I would just save it and eat it myself. So it, it worked out, but <laughs> <laughs> you got a snack for your snacks. All right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But, yeah. Get it, get it. But, um, there was some frustration, uh, sometimes, but I, I just ultimately decided that, you know, you knew what you needed at that moment. Who was I to to be mad at uh, about that, regardless of whether I saw you eat it before or not? Um, and I I think that's a part of the the support system that I had to work on for you uh, is just kind of building that muscle memory not to be frustrated in those moments. And so, how do you feel about now? Like, I know I've, you know, to be fair, like. I, I'm still trying to figure this out. Um, oh, I just ask you, like, what do you want? Like, I'm not, I'm not getting on favor. I'm not doing none of that <laughs> without consulting. Like, hey, what do you want? Because uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going down that rabbit hole again. <laughs> what about, what about before, before we, we were highly suggested not to go out to eat before you had to go on your mission like when you'd go to restaurants and stuff um granted I feel like I'm the one who usually picks them because there's just a lot more that I know of Austin to see um but there have been moments where you've like wanted to take me out or whatever 
was that something that you considered as well? Or like, did you ever like pre-look at the menu to see if there was a variety of options or did you just kind of like pick something? I I typically just pick something. I, I don't have the, I haven't built the muscle of, um, I haven't built the muscle of consideration to look at a menu prior to saying, Hey, yeah, we're going here or offering out that, that, uh, that suggestion. And, uh, I think that that's come up in one of our previous discussions as well. Um, but yeah, I typically, I don't look at menus. I just say, Hey, yeah. I heard this place is good. Let's go here. And uh, sometimes, you know, you'll say, yeah, they don't have a whole lot that I can eat. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> Maybe it sounds so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how like, these conversations I, went. I like, feel like, well, to be fair, I feel like in in the last year, you know, because we've had a, a lot of um, soul searching that we've done individually and and as a couple, I feel like I've been way better about that um, sure. uh, than than in previous instances. Um, I'm I'm curious though, like, oh my god, the question was right there, and then it just left me. <laughs> mm. um, I, I guess what I'm wanting to know is do you feel and I'm, and this is not a little question anyway of like I'm expecting you to give some type of strong answer but like do you feel any type of responsibility whenever it comes to things that we do or if we want to go out or you know even if it's not restaurants like I know like sometimes we go to parks and stuff like that or whatever um is there is there a difference in your thought process in our relationship if food or anything health related is involved that you consider. Um, does that make sense? Does my, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to find the right words. <laughs> Let's try it again. Okay. That means no, <laughs> <laughs> you just say no. Um, I'll make it simple. What's changed in your thought process now than when you first got here? knowing knowing not only my my disease but like the severity of what it can become if it goes unchecked does that sound better sure yeah um well like i said earlier i think just my my the way that i support you um, has become a little bit more hands-on than expected. Um, and not so much in that I'm telling you what to eat and what you can eat and things like that. Cause I'm not your doctor and I'm not you, but, um, if you want a cookie, you know, I'm gonna go get you some cookies, but you know, I'm also going to say, I'm also going to ask you, Hey, what do you want to eat? Because I may feel like this, but understanding, you know, 
your dietary restrictions, I'm going to open up the conversation instead of, you know, hopping on Uber Eats or Favor um, and ordering whatever fits my fancy. So. Which is usually Indian food, guys. Like, he orders Indian hey, food. Hold on, hold on. Like, all right, <laughs> that was like, one. What do you know? All right, that was no, like been the so first. Many times that was like the first like, What do you want to eat? Or I'll ask you, what do you want to eat? And it always defaults to Indian food. And that's the only reason why. Not that there's anything wrong with Indian food. I love a good tikka masala. But usually anytime he pulls up any of his eating apps, usually it's an Indian restaurant. I'm like, is that all we're going to eat every time that you are some variety and choices. That was like the first year and a half. And <laughs> that was because y'all have some really good Indian places. We here. do. Uh, and Lithonia, Decatur, which is where I'm from, we don't really have a whole lot of Indian places. We got like one or two, you know, and one place I need, I really like want to go back. Like when I go back to Atlanta, anyways, be the hero there. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of Indian places, uh, Indian food here. So. so so, you have a bucket list of go to all the Indian places. I wouldn't say a bucket list. That's, <laughs> that, that's a little extreme. But, uh, you know, when I first got down here, I was like, oh, Indian food. Do that again? What was that? Oh, <laughs> Indian food. Let's do this. But now I'm, I'm, I'm good now. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, you should see my favorite cart cart yeah my favorite cart is like you gotta, i haven't gotten indian food in like forever you mean your past orders yeah the past orders that's what i'm saying you said cart. that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> sorry i just i'm not sorry i'm not sorry <laughs> okay so i'm i'm curious to know now so obviously you know Okay, Elijah knows, but for those of you who don't know, both my parents are also diabetic. Um, and you'll actually get to uh, listen to an episode with me talking to my dad, um, who was the first person to kind of like put me on game on everything to expect. He was literally the first person that I talked to when I was leaving my doctor's office. So um, I hope you enjoyed that episode because uh, my dad is like, Freaking love my dad. Love you too, mom. Don't get me wrong. Before she stand over there pouting. My mom will pout sometimes if I don't include her. Wait, wait. Let me call <laughs> but, her real quick. <laughs> but um, I, I just remember I had a conversation with my dad the year prior to me being diagnosed. Um, and then afterwards, um, my mom actually is, is a badass. She like worked really hard on her diet and everything and, and was able to get off of her meds naturally or most of her meds naturally. Uh, but anyways, um, Knowing kind of my family's history with that, what has been your observations, your thoughts? Um, you know, you've you've uh, been with us to plenty of family functions, things like that. Did you ever, was there any like trends or anything that you noticed between like myself and my family life versus myself when I'm with you? Because um, I know that our, our family backgrounds can have a huge influence on that. And as you mentioned, um, you seem to have a very clean bill of health <laughs> side of things. So I guess if we have kids, uh, there's a 50, 50, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. I don't oh know. Oh my God. <laughs> that's going to work. 
Sorry, you got the bad straw. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my parents are going to hear this. They're probably like, nope, he can't come back. You got He's the bad not straw allowed there, back. Buddy. He can't come back. He's saying we're the unhealthy, shitty family. No, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> if your kid comes out and they get diabetes, you're just like... I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to deal with this for your rest of your well, life. Well, that buddy. depends because type 2 is not necessarily something that is a passed down thing. It's just more of a higher risk thing versus type 1. But, you know. But but again, I, I do think that it's fair to think about when you're experiencing another person's family and there are, you know, uh, a, a trending illness amongst them that I, I don't blame you if there was, like, some concerns or things like that. Um, especially if you're thinking about future and, and, and all of that. But I'm just curious as to like what your overall thoughts were in learning that not only am I a diabetic, but both of my parents are as well. Um, so there was no concern, you know, you know, visiting them and all that good stuff. Uh, no concern there. Did the, the whole genetic, uh, thought crossed my mind sure um like if we ever you know procreated quote unquote you just uh, have kids <laughs> 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 gotta be a scientific word procreate. if we ever procreated like <laughs> you know I, we may have to sit sit some kids down and be like hey yeah you can't eat this here's why um that 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 uh that definitely crossed my mind a couple times but uh it's not something that i've really held in high regard or high concern um outside of that i i haven't even thought about it um we go visit your family I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just I'm not paying attention. It seems like everybody eats what what the hell they want, especially when the loud uh, the Laos people come over. Oh my! The Laos fam. Oh, uh, for those who don't uh, know, my mom's from Thailand, but we have um, a, an extended Laos family, pretty much the same. Uh, shout out to my Laos aunties. A whole bunch of rice, a whole bunch of rice noodles, <laughs> and everybody's eating all of that shit. <laughs> and it's like, wait. Don't y'all have diabetes? We don't care. It's good. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, okay. Like, hand me that, a bowl. That, that leads me to ask, though, because you know I'm going to ask this. You've eaten the food. If you were a diabetic, would you turn it down? I don't. I, I can't say. I can't speak on nope. that. Come on, I can't come on, speak play on the game. Play the game. I can't speak. Now, to be, to I, I be would fair. definitely eat the, I mean, it's good food. I would definitely eat to it. To be clear, um... All of my extended family is aware of, of, of our conditions and things like that. Um, I was just curious if that ever come up. But to your point, like my parents have always been really good about, you know, hey, we can't drink too heavily or hey, you know, they kind of regulate um, how they're eating. Because it's not to say that you can't, you know, it's just it's right. just all about the um, moderation of things. And I think that's something that in any partnership you have to at least I still have, have constant communication with, which I feel like we've had, or at least I've tried to have with you of here's what I'm working on. Here's what I'm trying to do. If you see me doing this, this is why, um, if I needed help, which I don't ask you for help very often, just because I, you know me, I don't, I don't like asking for help in general. Um, but I also don't want to burden 
with something that you physically have really no stake in, if you will. Um, you know, I think it's a, uh, it's tough in any relationship to have something that is solely on you. Um, and you have to be responsible for it almost feels like it's easier to be like, Hey, can you just be the one to like remind me of stuff? Can you just be like my yeah. medical personal assistant and you're a medic in the army. So, you know, it's kind of hard not to be like, so you want to prick my finger for me or. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely see, uh, see your point there. And I think that, um, It's it's good to have that uh, that support system, um, but for me, I, I I strongly believed when I came down here, and you know, even now, uh, th this is your journey. You know, I'm just kind of watching you run your journey, and I'm here to to cheerlead you on, um, and I I can't be the one. Uh, you know, in any, to any degree responsible. Um, so I think you make a great point in, in bringing that up uh, because that is something that I wrestled with because I had maybe still have to a certain degree a Superman complex and take on responsibility that isn't mine. But um, if you want to save me, no, no, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you are doing great by yourself, young lady. The muscles for you might as well just throw on the cape You're and doing call great. it a day. You're doing great. <laughs> so, OK, OK, well, I appreciate that. And I, I definitely get it. And I um, I will go on record and say I apologize if I put you in a position for feeling like you got to be gotta be the savior i mean not that it isn't nice being picked up and carried or something like that but <laughs> i it's it's definitely true that you know when you are in a relationship you have to understand um what areas you need to hold on your own and what areas you need to carry together and i definitely feel like my health is something that a good 90 percent i need to carry myself um, because I'm with myself most of the time, especially with us living separately. It's not like, you know, before where if I got up in the middle of the night for a snack, you know, cause I couldn't sleep or whatever, um, you would hear or see that, you know? Um, but there is an aspect of knowing that you're supportive. And if I did need you to kind of go into drill sergeant mode and be like, listen, if you see me pick this up, no matter what I say, please knock it out of my hand, whatever. Um, and being able to trust you in that. You know, there, there's a deep level of trust that goes into any chronic illness, honestly. Which I only think would happen if you were, like, drinking and I had to, like, would have to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've been pretty okay <laughs> mm -hmm. with that. Um, I think that was one time with some hot dogs, maybe. Okay, okay. but these are, <laughs> guys, okay, let me tell you. And when I when you listen to the episode of my dad, I'm going to have to bring this up because these are like some freaking great hot dogs, okay? <laughs> like, shout out to Miss Julie <laughs> across the street from Barbarella's. Um, like the best, it's like this Asian fusion hot dog. It's like sriracha and cream cheese. Like literally when my dad and my and my mom were here, my mom, we hung out all during the day. We did like this little happy hour thing. And then my dad flew in 
And he and I went out that night and took him to like some of my favorite little bars. But I knew he hadn't eaten. So I took him to this hot dog stand. I'm like, listen, I know it's late, but just 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 rock with me on this. And he didn't make it two blocks. It was that good. So to be fair, <laughs> these are some damn good hot dogs. They are good hot um, dogs. Like so worth it. And the uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a really sweet Asian couple. They have two stands. Um, we just happened to go to that that one. But I have been to both. Um, I will definitely link them on here because um, they're super sweet and I love supporting them. Um, hope they're doing okay in the midst of all this this craziness because um, small businesses are... Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, but super good, you know. Um, and we were out for something else anyways, and I just, I needed to eat, so... <laughs> okay. Hey, as, as, as someone has to regular blood sugar, sometimes you just need to eat. If you're going to be up, your body is burning, and you just, this is you know, true. and of course, drink it. You need a base. Can't, can't go, go full throttle on an empty stomach. We've had, and I noticed I said we have had some moments where that has bit us in the ass, and it's not okay. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Oh, now I want a hot dog. <laughs> your fault. Yeah, that, that's I, I accept complete responsibility for that one. So I I would love to hear if if there's someone out there who has never dated anybody or is currently dating somebody and they don't know what to do. Like, what would be, let's say, your top three pieces of advice that you would give? Oh man. Um, it, Get the fuck out the way. <laughs> Let them handle their shit. Um, don't judge them. Right. Well, I guess I'm talking to the person that's like doing the supporting. Right. Um, what do you? Yeah, well, yeah. well, slow slow down. What do you mean by by get out of their way? So get out of their way. Like whatever adjustments they need to make in their life to try to figure out their life. Like get out of their way. Right. I mean, you can be there to support them, to, you know, hear them out and, and things like that. Um, but, you know, get out their way. Like they're trying to run their race. Um, and, and, you know, you putting too much of you into it or your input into it, uh, only slows them down. Um, don't judge them, you know, um, everybody, everyone is running a race and some people are running more graceful races than others. And, and actually, let me take that back. Uh, <laughs> everyone's running their race and it, you're running your race the way that you need to run it doesn't make you more graceful than someone else. Uh, in that in that run, um, and lastly, don't take responsibility for their life or their health. Um, it, it it's crucial that you don't enable or uh, yeah enable them, um, and that kind of goes along with getting out of their way. Um, put the onus back on them. If they're, you know, asking, Hey, yeah. Uh, can you remind me to take my insulin? No, you can, uh, set an alarm to take your insulin. Um, you got it. 
now you know i was gonna say i've definitely asked you like can you please not let me forget my meds if i'm like running around (laughs) right like so like if i see you like you know you're you're not we're out and about with friends and things like that i'm like okay nudge nudge but um it shouldn't be like a common occurrence i guess is what i'm trying to say you don't need to be the uh uh, the personal medic assistant right, or medical right, assistant right. to to someone. I, I agree with that. I, I definitely think that there is a uh, being the person who has, you know, um, the health issues. There's a lot of responsibility that you have to take for yourself um, and expecting that your your support system is going to make you I think I think there is something to be said about having a good support system where they can tell you like hey I'm I've just noticed that you have like half a bag of Twizzlers and it's 11 like, o'clock uh, at night you like, might want to chill you really just did that you might want to chill and hey and and if you're the person like myself who who has it recognize those cues because I I will admit y'all know I'm not perfect there have been moments where I'm like Okay, I'm gonna eat this other Oreo though. Don't tell like, me what bruh. to do, you know. But it's 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 a humbling moment where you have to really just trust that when your loved ones or your support system is telling you that it's not because they're trying to restrain you. It's just because um, it's a ripple effect. And so, um, how you treat yourself during this um, has a huge effect on everyone else. And if you want them to be able to support you uh, continuously. Um, being an asshole when someone says, "Hey, I'm just noticing it's getting a little little cray on this end. Might wanna, might wanna calm down. I'm not gonna stop you, but you know, just just giving you a heads up. It seems like there's been a lot, and you've done that for me. And um, there have been moments of struggle for sure, and it was just because nobody wants to be told they can't have something. And I'm definitely that person where, like, if you say I can't do something, um, no matter what it is, I'm like, what? Yes, I can. I can totally do that." with the exception of like lifting a car above my head or something like that. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do that. I'll be like, you got it. <laughs> it's not my lane. Um, but definitely with, with certain things, it, it can be hard because you want to feel normal. And, yeah. and when your body is doing something that um, isn't normal, it can be hard. So with that being said, um, are Oreos really normal, though? Listen, first of all, first of all, I know you are not judging me and my Oreos. It's not like I even eat them all the time. Like, the I'm way not I judging kinda, you You are Oreos. totally judging me. I'm judging own. Oreos. Like, what do y'all put in those Oreos? Ta- exactly. Did you know they're vegan? Oh, are they? Oreos are vegan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't you mean there's any less sugar, but... <laughs> Oreos are definitely vegan. Um, There's some other snacks out there that are very dubious, though. But Oreos, apparently, you got it right. Okay, apparently, apparently, it's one of the first things I learned. Um, You know, if you uh, listen to the rest of the season, I also do an interview with one of my best friends, Kara from uh, the Grateful Girl. Um, She is a vegan blogger and activist, and that was one of the first things that I learned when she went vegan. Is like, hey, Oreos are vegan. I was like, what? Hmm even deeper excuse for me to continue to eat this. Right. <laughs> it doesn't mean there's any less sugar guys. Vegan does not mean sugar free. Okay? So just in case you're wondering, double stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you for taking time out of your 
mission and all of that to have this little chat. You're um, welcome. It's my pleasure. It's about it's a part of that support um, effort. AKA so. he feels like I, I held a gun to his head and was like, you got to do this interview. I mean, I'm totally when there's kidding. a, you know, nine millimeter <laughs> in the room. I'm just kidding y'all I'm kidding um no I, I really do appreciate it because I think that's something that a lot of people wonder sometimes it's like how is my relationship gonna work now that this thing has happened and um I, I am curious to know like what it would have been like had you been around when I was diagnosed but another story for another day um but so enough about I guess us and me let's talk about you. You have anything going on, anything that you're up to? Like if people wanted to learn a little bit more about Eli, how could they do that? Um, now don't get crazy. I will check some of y'all. If you check it from a man, I'm just, saying. Um, I'm not a big <laughs> social media person, uh, but Eli will, I, 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 or Eli will the third, uh, is my Facebook. Um, mainly I'm working on at this point in time, um, some investment, uh, strategies or movements that I'm making, but more so my next move is going to be, uh, fitness modeling. Um, and I am going to give this, uh, lovely young lady, my Instagram information so she can provide it to you all. Um, but that's something that I feel like I have been gifted uh, with the talent for. So okay, he fine, y'all. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even saying that because I'm dating him. Like this man has his abs have abs, y'all. Like it's not fair. I have asked him plenty of times if we could just body switch, just get my body in shape, and then we we flip back. Like that's. <laughs> That's how ripped this dude is for no freaking reason. I mean, there are reasons, obviously, he works hard, but it's, it's so, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'll, I, I'm, that's something I'm, I am working towards, unfortunately, while I'm here on this, uh, this mission. Uh, I, I, I don't feel like I can do it real justice, but once I, I'm done, uh, I'm gonna go towards that very hard and get back in the gym and all that good he stuff. He's flexing his pecs right now. Y'all wish you could see. I'm not flexing right <laughs> you now. You twice. They like bounced twice. I saw it. Oh, this is great. You just did it again. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I don't know what's going you're on. Like, you're like we haven't, we haven't switched to video podcasting yet, dude. We're, not, we're never yeah. doing that now. Oh, <laughs> lies. You can't you can't say you're gonna be a fitness model and you can't that. you gotta be shy with the camera. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. <laughs> well, I will definitely make sure that I link all of the things in the show notes. Um, so that way people can find you. And again, don't try stalking. I I will look up your IP address. <laughs> <laughs> you're hot. I'm sorry. Like it's 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 a semi compliment, but thank you. Don't get crazy. He doesn't like being complimented, guys. It's very hard. He's blushing right now. Oh, so cute. Yeah, this is this is what you get. This is what you get. I get to mess with you. I think we're done. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? Yes, this was a good uh, 
Good time. Yeah. Would you do it again? Uh, if I had more to say. What are you talking about? We've come up with like 60 ideas. Okay, okay, maybe that's a large number, but yeah, that's that's a huge number. Like, <laughs> I can't even think of 60, 60 words to say right now. Like, Devin definitely said well over sixty words. So I, don't... I said right now, like, uh, 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 really, just a bunch of us times five. Times five. <laughs> okay, I don't think that math is right. Um, I don't think that math is right at all. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed that episode with my partner, Elijah. As you can see, we are goofy as hell, but uh, we're a lot of fun. And I definitely could not have even gotten this far, literally to this point of recording, um, had it not been for him. Uh, He's helped me grow so much um, in a lot of ways that I don't think he always recognizes um, because he's just that guy. So... Thank you, Eli. Love you. Um, If you want to catch up with him, uh, you can check him out on Instagram at I am underscore Eli Will. Uh, So once he's done with his mission, testing everybody and making sure everybody is COVID safe, uh, you can catch him on Instagram as he starts his fitness modeling journey. Um, And hey, that might not be the last time that you hear from him. I don't know. Uh, He claims he's not going to be back, but we shall see. So Keep listening, subscribe, like, follow, all the things. Of course, hop on iTunes or Apple Podcasts now. And if you could leave me a rating and some feedback on what you want to hear. Um, Again, you know, this is my first interview. I know the audio was a little choppy, but uh, it worked out in the end. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think and continuing this journey with you guys. And uh, yeah, that's all I got this round. So... Hope you enjoy the next couple of interviews and uh, unscripted stuff from me. But no matter where you are, thank you for listening and taking the time to check your girl out. I'm just a just a girl from Texas trying to make moves in the world. You know, that kind of stuff. Hope you guys have a good one. Take care.